Hi, this is a podcast from the Excellence English Facilitating Center. Uh, we are here with Mr. E. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Mr. E, of course, uh, uh, coming to you from the uh, Language Facilitating Center in Guatemala City. I'm here with uh, Daniel, and he's going to ask me some uh, hardcore questions. That's right. So uh, we're going to get started. Uh, we are going to get to know more about Mr. E. Mm. So can you please tell us where the name uh, of this academy come from? Okay, so um, well, uh, Daniel, thanks a lot for your time and for having me on your podcast. Um, well, the fact of the matter is that um, the name Excellence... Uh, came through because um, as I was working at Sam's Club as um, I was at Sam's Club is a uh, exclusive Walmart club premium club uh, for online retail um, it's an account that um, unfortunately our Lorica is going to close down this month but last year I was assigned to it to try to help them boost up their English and everything and um I was uh, trying real hard to help them, and we managed a lot of success, but it's just one of those cases where they just uh, asked for support uh, too little, too late. And um, the senior manager uh, mentioned a word. He said, uh, or she said, excuse me, that uh, we should try to do everything with excellence in it, through an email communication. And um, I, I read that word, and I said, hey, that's a really good word. And I looked it up on the dictionary, and it's an adjective form. And it means to do excellence. It means to do everything with the utmost uh, intent of being excellent. So everything that you do is done with an excellent uh, manner, an excellent behavior. So you reach excellence. Um, no mistakes. With no mistakes, yeah. Just, just an example of that. Uh, if you look it up on the internet, is uh, you look up excellence and uh, uh, a person that comes uh, that shows up through the re search results is uh, Michael Jordan. Outstanding. Yeah, and, and uh, some of you who are too young to know who he was, I think he won five uh, NBA championships with the Chicago Bulls during the 90s era. And it was a time where I was uh, growing up th during the 90s that um, I was a big Knicks, Knicks fan and I hated the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> and, I, and I hated uh, uh, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and, uh, and everybody in the Chicago Bulls uh, roster. And because um, I always, uh, I'm always for the underdog and the Knicks were the underdogs. and. They haven't won a, uh, an NBA championship yet. But back in the 90s, they had a real shot to do it. But it was the Bulls, uh, Michael Jordan's uh, Bulls, who would always uh, uh, eliminate the, the Knicks in the, in, the, in the semifinals or quarterfinals. Or <laughs> and it was just Michael Jordan was a terrible burden on everybody. Um, but when you look up the word excellence, uh, it's, uh, it's having the attribute of doing everything in the most um, excellent manner. And like you said, no mistakes. Um, so 
I, 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 I started coaching that word at the call center and I started to tell everybody. I made a word sheet about it and I started to coach everybody on what excellence meant and what, what is excellence at the work, uh, workplace. And I put together a, a worksheet, which I even shared with the managers and supervisors there. And pretty much excellence is, uh, uh, it became part of my vocabulary and, uh, and everything that you do, you must do it with excellence. Uh, you work with excellence. I thank people for their excellence. Uh, so um, when it came to uh, picking the name of the academy, um, I really wanted to call it Let's Make It Happen. Let's Make It Happen. That was the original name that I had for it. <laughs> Very unusual, right? Yeah. Yeah. But commercially, not too um, too long, I guess. Not good for business. Not good for business. So <laughs> uh, they said, no, nah, let's not call it like that. Let's call it excellence. That's the word that came out. Uh, came up, but you reach excellence. I think of excellence like a pyramid. the The lowest part of the pyramid, the, the the let's say the foundation of the pyramid, is called effort. And that's the most important part. Yeah, right? the most important part is taking the first steps. The foundation is called effort. So you make an effort. Let's say in language or in English, you make an effort to learn English by sacrificing your time or you know, doing things that you should be doing uh, and spending your time learning this. So that's the first level. After effort uh, comes uh, uh, discipline. Discipline is, is, is what, um, you know, it, it's a feeling that is developed in you to, uh, to do something and, and be uh, repetitive and, and not make any excuses on. So, Discipline is the next level of the pyramid after effort. Once you have put the effort and have had discipline, then you reach the third level of the pyramid, um, which um, I, I would call, um, let me see, let me remember. So we have effort, discipline, and the next level is called consistency. Isn't it similar to discipline? It's not that similar because discipline is like having the, the willingness to get up every morning at 4 a.m. and do 100 push-ups. And <laughs> before you go to work, that's discipline because you put it in a calendar and you complete it. And if you don't complete it, you don't... There is a punishment. There is a punishment for not, for not being disciplined. That's why you get warnings at a call center for, for being late or whatever. But after discipline comes consistency. Consistency is being constant. Consistency comes from the word constant. You do it whether you have a good day or a bad day, whether it's raining or if it's sunny outside, whether you got your bonus or you didn't get your bonus whether you have a girlfriend or your girlfriend took a big shit in your mouth, you are consistent. You, you, and I think that's the most important uh, uh, um, level to reach is consistency. Uh, great people, uh, great athletes, uh, actors, musicians, entrepreneurs are consistent in what they do because they focus on the business, not on the money. So 
once you reach the level of consistency, the last level of the pyramid is you reach the pinnacle of, of the pyramid, which is excellence. And that's the highest you can go. So if you combine these uh, three particular things, you, the results of it is excellence. They're absolutely right. Uh, okay. you got, everything begins with the effort, the effort of getting up early in the morning. You need discipline to do 100 push-ups every day. And you need discipline, but you need to be consistent at it whether you see results or not immediately or whether you have support from people or you're just doing it on your own. But if you combine those three elements, like you said, Daniel, you reach excellence. And when you reach the level of excellence, you are untouchable. Nobody can touch you there. And that's why I decided to call it excellence because... It's the highest you could go in life when you reach the level of excellence at what you do. Excellence at uh, teaching, excellence at uh, taking calls, excellence at uh, uh, being a, a family guy, excellence at programming Visual Basic. I don't know, just excellence at it. You, there's nothing else uh, beyond excellence. Um, so I guess that's why... I, that uh, name is stuck in my head and that's why I decided to call it like that. But funny thing is that when I <laughs> finally printed out brochures and got everything out and everything, turns out that there's another, it's called Global Excellence Academy in Guatemala. Yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> there's Global Excellence, but fuck them because uh, uh, they're global, globally excellent, but I'm just locally excellent, I guess. But uh, fuck them because they, they, uh, they have nothing on me. I don't worry about competition. I worry about my students. Um, right now I'm going through a uh, David and Goliath uh, battle right now. But um, I guess I've always liked the underdog. And I'm, an, I'm, I'm in it for the process right now. Uh, uh, being successful is accepting failure. And uh, sometimes... During the week, I have I have had failure, and trust me, I mean, doing this has not been an easy thing. I have faced failure constantly, but uh, uh, being successful is accepting failure in your vocabulary, and you can't become rich overnight, and you can have an, you cannot have an, a successful business or academy overnight. It takes a lot of hard work, and a lot of failure, and uh, during the first month. Uh, uh, of having the academy, a lot of people would have given up. A lot of people would have given up. Let's say 50%. And during the second month of having the academy, another 25% would have given up. And uh, now that I've completed the third month of the academy, I'm just down to the last 15%. But but they are consistent and they have discipline. Yeah, so it's like they cool. will reach excellence. It, it's endurance. We can add endurance to consistency. And the winner is going to be who can endure the most. And uh, right now, I've endured setbacks. I've endured financial setbacks. I've endured family setbacks, uh, personal setbacks. I, like even your family, your friends, um, uh, they can turn against you because yeah. they know you're becoming successful. And uh, at the workplace, because this is my side hustle. The, the Excellence Academy is my side hustle. Yeah, and I was actually going to ask you about that. 
if uh, if I look up your Facebook uh, page, I'll find a lot of posts uh, repeating constantly the word hustle. So can you tell us more about this? Yeah, um, hustle is uh, is that's ebonics, right? Yeah, could come from ebonics. Don't know the root word of it, but hustle to me means to make things happen. To um, like Julio said on the podcast previously, is to be on the move. To to make things happen uh, for you, uh, but you do the necessary things for it. I mean, you you have persuasion. You have a desire to succeed to make things happen for you, to use your full intellect to achieve what you set yourself to achieve. Um, it simply means outworking the competition. It simply means uh, getting up early. It simply means working with other people who are not working. It simply means um, not complaining about um, the circumstances. It just simply means... Uh, going out there and making things happen and uh, minding your own business right? yeah all the time of course so um, I'm a hustler and, and I'm going to hustle uh, great entrepreneurs they hustle every day that's their nature that's their nature to persuade other people not convince but persuade other people to believe in their vision and so far uh, I've persuaded a lot of people not only students, but great people to join the cause of, uh, of this hustle. Uh, excellence is a hustle, and I want this hustle to become my full-time uh, obligation and, and just resign to a Lorecom. Honestly, that's, my, that's what I plan to do, like, to make excellence my 24-hour-a-day hustle and not just 8 hours a day hustle or 10 hours a day hustle after a Lorecom. So um, that's how it's going to be. I mean, uh, I'm hustling right now, and uh, you're here. It's because of the hustle that I've done through social media, which has gotten us uh, back together again. Yeah, I mean, that's the way to uh, connect the world, literally. Uh, now, uh, another thing I uh, would like to know more about is the word facilitating. When I read facilitating, I think of uh, something or someone would make things easier for me who will more than a teacher or, or yeah, than a teacher, uh, he would be uh, my partner. Right. Yeah, you're, you're right, uh, uh, Daniel. Um, let's, let's, let's define the, 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 the levels. On the lowest level, you have the facilitator. The facilitator facilitates information. That's all. You decide what to do with that information. Gives you access. Gives you access, yeah. So let's, to give you an example, somebody who teaches you how to use Excel and how to use a formula. They facilitate the information to you and you pretty much learn on your own how to do it whether you want to do it or not exactly That's on the second uh, level we have a teacher a teacher is a facilitator who is backed up by some kind of uh, institution uh, backed up by some kind of university or somebody with a degree 
educational background. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. So a teacher will, will of course, uh, guide you, facilitate information to you, but you'll have to just believe this person because he has a degree. He or he has a degree. So his or her degree is telling you that X and Y equals Z because their degree in uh, whatever university says so. That's a teacher. Uh, next on the level is an educator. An educator is more than a facilitator, more than a teacher, because an educator gets involved in your life. An educator, an educator excuse me, changes your life. An educator um, kind of like gives you the keys and helps you turn the key and changes your life completely because this person gets involved in your life. This person influences your life, perhaps for the rest of your life. That is an educator. Nevertheless, on the highest level, you have the mentor. A mentor... <laughs> is more than a facilitator, more than a teacher, more than an educator. And a mentor is a role model for life. Somebody that you want to imitate. Like, and like copy. your family or something. Let's say my mentor would be somebody that is way better than I am. And so you want to be like that. My mentor would be somebody who has... Let's say we're talking about opening up language academies. My mentor would be the guy who founded uh, Pearson Books. Uh, or my mentor would be uh, the guy who founded IGA here in Guatemala. He would be my mentor. Or let's say Siav. Because they have gone through what I've gone through 30 years before I did. So uh, they would be my mentors. I would have to like talk to the founder and imitate him and learn from him and ask him what worked for you, what didn't work for you. Those would be my mentors. But then again, the highest level would be to be an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is not afraid of risk. Because an entrepreneur creates something new out of nowhere. A new brand. A new system. A new academy. A new way of connecting people. A new cell phone like uh, Steve Jobs is considered to be the greatest entrepreneur of all time. He just This smartphone in which we're recording this podcast. Yeah, it wouldn't exist. With, if without uh, a, a touchscreen that uh, was introduced by uh, Steve Jobs. Or without Google, we uh, couldn't download the app to record this podcast. So who would have imagined we... Uh, Google was, uh, like, not necessary, but mandatory in our lives. Exactly. Lives. So at this point, uh, when you ask me why do I call it the Facilitating Center, uh, well, to be honest with you, is I hate the word academy. Um, a lot of it's people like a monologue. it's like military to me 
a lot of people, in, in uh, especially in Guatemala, they say, oh, the English Academy, oh, this Academy, that Academy. I remember back in the day when I came from Guatemala, there was a typing academy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? There are. There, there still are. are? Yeah, there God, still are. Damn. So, I mean, the word uh, academy to me has connotations with old, antiquated, with military. And that's not... I never wanted... I, I hate using academy, but it's just part of the Guatemalan culture. That I said, no, it's a facilitating center. We're facilitating, uh, we're making language accessible to you. That's what. That's why. The academy, you gotta follow the rules, cause yeah, you gotta follow. They the say rules. so. They say so. so. In our in our situation, we're facilitating language to you. We're facilitating English and French to you. We're making it making it uh, accessible at a very low accessible price with very. Uh, professional, very um, down-to-earth people that love what they do. So we're making it very accessible to everybody. You know, we're, we're facilitating this. That's why I decided to call it like that because I hate the word academy. It just fucking makes me angry. Um, Alorega has their language academy and it fucking makes me so fucking angry to hear that name, you know. So I said, no, I'm not a fucking academy. I'm a facilitating center because we center because we all get together. Yeah. We're building a community here of people who want You're to. educators. Yeah, educators. We, we're getting here all together at this center point like a mothership, like the Star Wars uh, uh, Death Star or Star Destroyer. We're all coming all together to this mothership to uh, uh, facilitate information and language. Or for those who hasn't watched uh, Star Wars, uh, maybe an example would be uh, Tony Stark and Spider-Man. Um, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, um, Tony Stark, Iron Man, he becomes the mentor of Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Kind of like You're that. You're right. You're right. Just like, um, just like Yoda to Luke. Yeah, that, that, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I I actually when I started the academy I I I started out um, calling the, the myself and the trainers mentors not not trainers. But I think Guatemalan society is not ready for mentors. Nope. They're ready. They're still stuck in the past. Because um, I started the whole podcasting uh, way back in two thousand seven. I started recording. Uh, Evolution Rock Metal Podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. In 2007. And uh, nobody gave a shit about podcasts back in the day. And uh, in Guatemala, they they're still don't give a shit about podcasts. They're still learning what it is. Um, but um, here we are recording a podcast. Talking about this uh, language center that I'm putting together. And the, the special moments that we have together and um, how it's, uh, like we were talking the David versus Goliath uh, situation right now. That's quite interesting. Now, I also, uh, when you are coming to the English Facilitating Center, the Language Facilitating Center, Uh, you also look up a picture of Leonardo da Vinci. Yep. Why is that? 
Well, I've um, Steve Jobs put out an ad um, way back in the '90s when he was, um, I think he was, he was fired from Apple. Or the company he founded. He founded, yeah, and he said that it was the greatest thing that ever happened to him, getting fired from Apple, because that was his most creative time. He founded Pixar, which was bought after by Lucas Arts, I think. Yep. And then he was rehired again. <laughs> and when he was they re- fucked up. They fucked up and they and he brought the iPhone, the iPad, um and the, the I- iPod. Do you remember the iPod? Yeah. He brought all those things uh into existence. Um iTunes. iTunes. That, uh, yeah. And so was a game changer in the music industry. Totally. And even Metallica got pissed because of that. Um so, um, why Da Vinci? Because, well, back to the the whole thing that Steve Jobs says said was back in the day he said that people who think different, the innovators, the outcasts, the uh, the crazy ones, have the courage to change the world. And uh, that 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 uh, I think is <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, the game changers, the people that most they got pointed out and said he's crazy, he's not gonna do it. What the fuck? Are you gonna fly an airplane? What is an airplane? Um, those game changers, like you said, uh, they changed the world, and we're living in an era where we need change. We need to break out of... Uh, uh, borders. What borders, what Alorica is training us, what Telus is training us to do. We need to break out. And uh, I'm here to change the game. I'm here to tell them that... They're wrong. English for call centers is a scam. Because they are. And I'm here to tell them that you can change the world in two little rooms if Bill Gates was able to start um, Microsoft in his garage Nikola Tesla remember that guy yes the Tesla when you say Tesla it just make connotations that Elon Musk and the Tesla electric cars it's like uh, we gotta make a podcast just on a podcast just on Elon Musk I admire that guy and we're going to have a banner with Elon Musk here in the academy. He is the, 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 he originally made his money through PayPal. And he could have said, that's it, I'm rich. No, but he started the first electronic car company and really made it accessible and to everybody, the, the Tesla cars. And yeah. he wants to facilitate space. Ex- he, he's doing yeah. that right now. Yeah, SpaceX. Yeah, just he's game changing. He's facilitating uh, 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 satellites, uh, NASA NASA business satellites right now. The the Falcon rockets that he's making. Then you talk about uh, somebody who has changed uh, the game. It's uh, Elon Musk. Um, his goal is to have a space mission to Mars and be there, uh, perhaps make it happen there. You know. And uh, for students, and now people say he's crazy, he's stupid. Those electronic cards are not going to work, and they're going to take over the world. 
just like the internet. Yeah, even if you uh, if you go to uh, you know professional racing, there is a division called uh, Division E, Formula E, which is for electronic cars only. That's Most of them, they are Tesla cars. There you go. So, um, going back to why Leonardo da Vinci, it started with uh, with Steve Jobs' uh, commercial, Think Different, in which he focused on those people like uh, Picasso, Einstein, uh, Martin Luther King, um, all these great people who were like outcasts and uh, game changers, like you said, and uh, Think Different, because... The people that think different make a change. They change our lives. What more inspiration could you need? So, even in my like hardest hours here at the Academy, I listen to Steve Jobs. I listen to uh, Elon Musk. I've been listening to Gary V, um, a Russian immigrant who became himself famous through YouTube and and, uh, and uh, Twitter by DMing people, direct messaging people seven hours a day. And he did that for six years. I used to do that at Evolution Rock, but I couldn't do it more than two hours, four hours, five hours every weekend. He did it like for six years straight. And now he, he runs... Uh, Something called um, Gary V Media, which is a huge company who who runs uh, publicity and social marketing through the internet. He inspired me to uh, record videos of myself on Instagram. He said, "You're living in an era where this is all free, free publicity, free advertising. You're so concerned about likes on your videos." You should be more worried about putting out content and making content relative to the final user. Have empathy for the person who's going to watch this shit. If you're not educating, if you're not entertaining people, then don't fucking do it. Because most of the time, 99% of the posts that you see on Instagram and Facebook and whatnot and Snapchat are just egotistical expressions of assholes who are not giving you nothing in return. That's why I decided to educate people, put out things that will uh, help them learn. And he said, you're going to be successful, you got to be honest. Nobody wants to buy from, from somebody who's posing. You tell them, you record a podcast <clears throat> every day about the struggles of starting your own business and be honest about it. People will follow you and people will come to your business because of your honesty. Don't worry about likes because people don't necessarily need to like your video, but they already watched it. Perhaps they liked it and they forgot to click on like. They were just too impacted by hot, the honesty of your video. So he, Gary V, pushed me to <clears throat> do my own Instagram shots. I, I hated being on Facebook. Uh, on the record, I stayed away from Facebook for four years, three when I stopped doing Evolution Rock because I was discouraged about all the hard work I put in and I wasn't getting enough plays. I was getting like maybe 900 plays and I thought this podcast deserves more. People still send me music and everything 
and I will bring, bring back Evolution Rock. It's just another podcast away. But right now, it's just putting up the English Facilitating Center. But Gary V, he kind of persuaded me to self-promote myself because it was fucking free. And he's right. I did the newspaper. I did flyers. It's, nobody reads newspapers. Nobody. Everybody throws flyers. They don't even wipe their ass with them. Everything's on social media right now. And if you don't own Instagram, if you don't own Facebook, if you don't own Snapshot, you, you don't exist. You're nobody. 99% of the people on Facebook and Instagram, they don't exist. So I'm putting out content that is real. I'm not doing makeups. I'm not doing rehearsals. I'm not having lighting. I'm telling people who I am. Um, and that's why students come in. And, they, and I'm going to tell them my story. I'm going to tell them this is not easy. I get up every morning. I use this thing. And I mop the floors. I clean the tables. I take out the trash. I clean the toilets. And I'm ready to deliver a kick-ass class in every interaction. And I'm here serving coffee, making coffee, and, and getting it done. This is what it is to be an entrepreneur. You want this? This is not for everybody. It's just easier to get a paycheck. Yeah. It's just easier. Nobody wants to do this. Trust me. Being an entrepreneur, having a business, I don't recommend it to nobody. You want to do this? You got to have balls. Because I'm working right now to, to retire in 10 years or 15 years and live the rest of my fucking life and do the things I uh, retire happily but work teaching makes me happy so I'm having a good time and Da Vinci it's just simple man this guy what can you say about Da Vinci man he's a master man he painter first biologist first doctor first I don't know engineer yeah that's why my son is called Leonardo my first son my first boy uh, Leo, if you ever hear this, Leonardo, I love you. Everything I'm doing is because of you. Um, so you will have a better future uh, and you will have my inheritance of everything that I do. I'm sorry I'm, I'm not there right now, but I'm making sure that you have, that we have a much better, uh, brighter future together. And I called you Leonardo because I want you to change the world. Yeah, and I mean, uh, you're not there right now, but eventually you will when he needs you, which is the most important part. Now he needs his mother. <laughs> he needs breast milk. He needs to be changed uh, diapers. He knows how to say Papa uh, already and, and everything, but uh, I decided to call him Leonardo because of that. Not because of... You meet so stup some stupid people, pop culture people, and they go... Oh, The Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, you fucking idiot. Then you meet other idiots. They go, Leonardo DiCaprio, the actor. No, fuck you, asshole. He's a good actor, but no. I actually wanted to call him Leonardo Da Vinci or Leonardo the Vitruvian Man, you know, the Vitruvian Man. But my, uh, the woman that I'm, that, the, the, the wife, whatever you want to call her, partner that had my baby, is a religious uh, freak wanted to call him uh, um, 
I think it was um, some biblical name that starts with an S. Leonardo Samuel. Samuel. Uh. Samuel. Samuel. And I said that's some biblical Hebrew uh, bullshit. And I was at the when we were registering him, and I said, "You take that name away from him, please." Then what name do you want? Vitruvian or Da Vinci? And she didn't want to. So we just said Leonardo. He only has one name. Not even Emerson. I didn't want to give him my name because he has to make his own name in life. <laughs> you better make your own name in life. You don't need my name. I don't have nobody to, to, to back me up. I just, I'm just Mr. E, man. I made my own name up. So you make your own name up. You listen to this uh, 10, 15, or 20 years from now. I'm being interviewed by a great guy. Taking the time here. Brought me coffee. Encouraged me. Brought me good luck. Shared a pizza with me. Even bought me a beer. Leonardo, I want you to think about this. Tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you your future. Well, that was... Yep. Uh, that was good to know. Uh, I think we... We've never seen this insight <laughs> from you. Uh, just uh, thinking of another question, something we. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 really don't recommend being an entrepreneur to nobody. Uh, it's hard. It's like looking into like I think Elon Musk said it once that it's like looking into a, a an abyss, and swallowing. Uh, and swallowing a bag of broken glass. Yep, that's what it's like to be an entrepreneur. It's long hours. Uh, you're going to work 18 hours, to day, possibly probably 20 hours a day. You're not going to get any sleep. There are no Sundays. There are no holidays for an entrepreneur. Um, there are a lot of fake entrepreneurs out there. But it's because of their family inheritance. They're fake because they are born into a trust fund. They are born into rich families and it's not the same. An entrepreneur builds something out of nothing. And the way I started this academy was I only had uh, 10 quetzales and I invested it in a calling card. Uh, unlimited 10 quetzales <laughs> calling yeah. per day and a claro card. And I invested that, and I started calling banks. I called banks after bank after bank, and I got rejected and rejected. Most people would have stopped there. Two banks say no to you, and most people would have stopped. I guess 70% uh, would have stopped calling banks because they would have felt, no, my credit sucks. But I kept on calling until like the eighth or bank uh, said, yeah, we're going to give you a credit card. <laughs> A credit card. A not credit even card. A not alone. And I started this with a credit card. A fucking credit card. And once I got a credit card, they said, okay, so you got a credit card, then you're eligible for a loan. And I got a loan. And after that loan, I was eligible for a second credit card. And then they said, okay, so you got a loan and you got two credit cards, you're eligible for a bigger loan. And they 
gave me another credit card. And now I'm in a position where I'm looking to get more money this week and I will get more money. I'm going to recapitalize and I'm going to put 10,000 quetzales on social media. Big time. And I'm going to fucking blow up the world. Those 10,000 quetzales are going to explode big fucking time. My girlfriend or the woman that had my baby said, buy a car when I got the first loan. Buy a car. And be a newer or something? No, just buy a car. A nice car. I wouldn't be having this conversation with you if I bought a car, guys. I would be just some regular asshole trainer at a call center. Nobody. A nobody. Gives a shit for it. Yeah, with a, with a car. But nah, man. I'm taking the bus. I'm taking Ubers. I'm, I have I got my academy run up right now, man. Yeah, that's what it's what. That's the decision I took. Fuck cars. There are gonna be Tesla automated, Google cars with no fucking humans driving them. Tesla, Google cars. So fuck your cars. And they are also working on that. Actually, they're working on that. Uh, human beings are not going to be necessary in the future for basic driving tasks. cars. Nope. Uber is uh, investing big time on uh, um, this. Um, these uh, artificial AI, uh, which uh, these drivers, uh, cars, and GPS technologies. Um, Elon Musk is putting out. Uh, more satellites <laughs> that are going to make it easier for GPS. Um, everybody's scared of the uh, 5G network. The 5G network uh, China will yes, make yeah. the will make uh, these automated cars accessible without drivers. The 5G is coming. Yeah, China already. You, you, they are already testing the 5G uh, with South Korea, and uh, that's uh, going to happen. So. Um, Um, I'm looking into the future. I'm looking into French right now. Um, well, I mean, yeah, if you think of English, yeah, that's the lingua franca right now. Uh, so French was in the 19th century. You see, maybe the next lingua franca would be Chinese, German, well, French again. I think, I you think, never know. I think the Chinese were, would only impose their language on, uh, on the Western cultures if they are able to defeat the United States in, in, in war. If they defeat the United States in war, then I'm, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here. I would be learning Chinese. Um, but if the United States is capable of crippling China and, and um, defeating them in war, strategic marketing or income, then English will continue to predominate the, uni the world. Uh, so it's really two languages right now that are going to face to face. And it will be determined by war and the economy. Um, yes, the Chinese have a lot of fucking control the economy uh, but you but can they don't control the western culture they don't control the, the, the biggest military in the world they don't the biggest fucking military in the world is still the United States and and um, and just think how many military bases um, yeah 
how many uh, military deployments Americans do a year. Yeah, I mean, they have all the Pacific Ocean surrounded. Japan is a military station for the United NATO States. NATO is basically American. Yep. They're controlling, they're like, uh, they, they, they're watching over China big time. But this is not a political podcast. I thought you were going <laughs> to ask me questions about why the fuck I started doing an academy. Uh, yeah, that, uh, well, I pretty much wanted to know uh, where the uh, this English facilitating center name came from. Uh, it was such a good time to... Uh, have this podcast sure thanks good to get you know a little your insight <laughs> thank you man for having me all right so um thanks for listening and that's why the fuck we call it the english facilitating center excellence the excellence facilitating center and um it's not just about english anymore it's about knowledge not, yeah. ju- not French, it's about knowledge. And um, I, I, I'm thinking about teaching people how to program in um, uh, visual C++ or HTML, which are languages of our era. And that's another language that everybody needs to speak. Otherwise, you're going to be illiterate in this new era. So... Um, HTML along with uh, C++ are languages that we need to integrate into our system. And social network skills. Uh, big time. Those of you who still think that Facebook is overrated, that Instagram is just for um, you know, models and shit, no. It's just that you don't have the balls out there and you get so discouraged because you didn't get so many likes this, this time and you had to remove your post. That's bullshit. Yeah, most of the time when I uh, go on Facebook and watch a video, maybe I don't uh, like, the, I don't push like, but I save the video and show it to my friends. And you laugh your ass off. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So don't 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 worry about that, man. It's just part of it, and um, um, you're gonna listen to this podcast whether you like it or not. Whether it's uh, ten of you, <laughs> you're gonna listen to it. And something is going to fucking stick in your head. You're going to come here to a fucking academy and knock my door and try to find out who the fuck this guy is. So that's, uh, is that it? Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. So thanks for listening and uh, thank you for the interview, uh, Daniel. Yeah, once again, I encourage you guys to uh, come here into the excellent uh, facilitating center and experience uh, that, uh, well, sorry to be redundant, but experience the experience of having an educator and not a teacher. All right. Thanks for listening.